Good morning, Contrarians. Wednesday morning, November 30th. Welcome to the last day of November, the penultimate trading month of the year, uh, right ahead of the final month of the year. It's about 6.30 a.m. here, and things are pretty quiet looking across the uh, stock market futures and other asset classes. We have stocks not doing very much, effectively unchanged, the major U.S. indexes are. Commodities are moving a bit, however. We have WTI crude oil up about three basis, uh, I'm sorry, 3% to trade north of $90 a barrel. Copper is up 2%. Other industrial metals are up as well. Cryptos are gaining ground. We have Bitcoin up 2% to trade around 16900 and bonds are effectively unchanged. So today is all about Fed Chair Jerome Powell, who is speaking this afternoon at 1.30. He's del- delivering a speech at the Brookings Institution. Um, that The topic of the speech is, quote, the economic outlook, inflation, the labor market. So right in Powell's wheelhouse, one would think this will give him a chance to deliver basically his stump speech or the latest version of his stump speech, I guess. And that is what people will be be paying close attention to is how, if at all, his comments diverge from what he said at the last FOMC meeting. If you'll recall then, he was quite hawkish, and that kind of upset the whole way that that was playing out that day. The comments in the uh, in the policy statement were a little more dovish, But then he came in and basically threw water on it and said again that price stability was the Fed's priority. And he basically repeated comments that he had said at Jackson Hole back in August. Anyway, so that's up at 1.30. This topic was discussed at some length yesterday with the latest podcast guest, Michael Pisani of SmartOptionTrader.com. And you can go back and – well, the full podcast will be posted for premium subscribers today, but the actionable highlight reel is available to you premium subscribers. So be sure to check that out. That's just a couple of minutes, maybe eight or 10 minutes of the most actionable parts of the podcast. And he also gives some some stock picks and has some quite interesting things to say. So be sure to go back and listen to that if you haven't already. But uh, I mentioned Powell. There are some other things going on today, however. Actually, a pretty, pretty busy day for economic data releases. Obviously, today being Wednesday, we'll get W. Uh, I'm sorry, MBA mortgage applications. That's coming up at the top of the hour at 7 a.m. ADP non-farm payrolls are out at 8:15. This is kind of the preview of the 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 jobless. I'm sorry, the non-farm payrolls that are up on Friday. Second reading of Q3 GDP. I believe it is the second reading. There, you'll probably see a lot about this. The this is out at 8:30. Um, the first reading showed an increase of 2.6% in third quarter GDP. This usually doesn't differ very much from the first reading. And then also it's giving us information on something that already happened in the past. So a trailing indicator that I'm not sure will move markets all that much. Markets are forward-looking beasts, if you'll recall. We do have job openings and labor turnover survey, JOLTS. That is maybe the major one for today other than Powell that I'm watching. That's out at 10. 
they're expecting about 10.3 million job openings. That's a little less than what they saw last month. But the devil is in the details, and there are a lot of details in this report. Watch the quits levels. This is something that Powell himself has cited uh, quite a bit. This is this tracks the number of people and the percentage of people who are voluntarily quitting their jobs, presumably to get better jobs, maybe to go it alone. Though one would think not anymore as crypto traders, but who knows? But anyway, that that number last month was still at near all-time highs, down a bit from the peak, but watch for that because that's an important indication just of how confident people are. If people are quitting their jobs voluntarily, they are very confident indeed in the economy or they have better jobs that are coming in. Um, so, Or maybe they just hate their jobs so much, but even there, if they're willing to quit them, you figure that's a bullish indication for the economy. But uh, also, finally, uh, pending home sales at 10, and then the Fed's beige book is out at 2 p.m. There's no number attached to this, so it doesn't really get talked about all that much, but there's only a few of these a year, I think seven or eight of them, and this may be the last one. I believe it is, but that's out at 2, and there's some interesting details in there about what people say about economic conditions, so check that out. Some earnings to tell you about Hormel Foods and Build-A-Bear Workshop. The latter is a portfolio holding of mine. They report before the open at 9.30. BBW Build-A-Bear has done quite well recently. Uh, but, the, of course, earnings could throw that all off. And then after the close at 4 p.m., we will hear from Salesforce, Five Below, Snowflake, and Victoria's Secret. So a pretty interesting day for earnings as well. That brings us to the bottom line. So yeah, Powell's speech, this could potentially be a watershed risk on event. That is what this week's guest said, but it does stand to reason, just if you keep in mind that his comments were the only thing that sank the market last time, and we've had softer than anticipated inflation readings since then. A couple weeks ago, you'll recall the CPI came in well below forecasts. So you figure maybe Powell will have something to say about that, maybe about how, in, how inflation has peaked, about how they're making progress. All of that would be dovish. All of that would send a signal to investors to buy stocks. But keep in mind that Powell has twice this year already, at least twice, killed any hopes of this Fed pivot. The first time at Jackson Hole in August, and then more recently at the last FOMC meeting. Now, we've had other guests on the podcast, and they have spoken of the need for the Fed to be more hawkish over a sustained period. And of course, don't forget that what Powell says and what the Fed does are different things. Powell just has one vote on the FOMC. Yeah, he can probably push people around a bit, but he's just one vote. And there's some indications, again, that there's kind of not maybe, maybe not consensus on this. Although that's really, you have to really read between the lines. A lot of the comments from, from Fed speakers have been quite hawkish, even now. Or when they are dovish, they're not talking about reversing course right away. They're just talking about slowing the rate of increases. So, but whatever, that you figure that might be good enough to send the market on its way today. 
Uh, it, it's entirely possible that Powell doesn't deviate from the message at all from from what he said at, at uh, the, F, the last FOMC meeting. And that would probably be bad for risk appetite, one would think. Uh, but who knows? Uh, we'll just have to see. You will want to keep an eye on the Fed Fund Futures as well. I've linked you to that. It's this tool from the CME, I believe. And um, it's interesting. Right now, they are pricing in a 68% chance, 6.8, of a rate hike of 50 basis points. So that's less than the 75 we've been getting at the next meeting. And that concludes on December 15th, so in about two weeks. But then also keep in mind what they're saying about future meetings right now the traders are looking at uh, are basically pricing in a 50% rate hike uh, a 50% chance of rate hikes being 100 basis points higher in after the January meeting which i believe concludes feb 1 so that's something to keep in mind too now whether this 50% whether those 100 basis points come from 50 and 50 75 and 25 or whatever is another question but just keep an eye on that if, if you if you aren't sure about how the market is reacting although it may be obvious from stocks but anyway that's where we are today so a pretty busy day and this podcast will be free today's episode today's daily uh, of course the other ones you have to become a premium member to access you should certainly do so it's not expensive and you get a host of benefits including this episode every morning. They aren't all quite as involved as this because it is a busy day and I've droned on for close to 10 minutes. Usually it's more like seven. But anyway, that's all we got today. And so please do sign up if, if you are interested um, for the premium subscription. And you can also comment, of course, on the Substack chat if you have that or on in the comments field on, the, on Substack.com. So, With that, I leave you and look forward to speaking to you again tomorrow. Bye.